Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zomundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo Podcast. And we are live, everybody. Welcome to Zumundo Podcast, episode 21. Yeah, 21. I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. And uh, let's get into it with some pop culture goodness, man. Yeah, man. Cheers. 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 Good to be back for another week. It's uh, it's always great to be here. This is the highlight of my week, (laughs) as we say. Yeah, man. Tell me, uh, what'd you get into this week? So um, I won a round of bingo. That was pretty exciting. <laughs> and I won a round of trivia, uh, which was pretty cool. So I didn't really get into too much this week. I'll tell you how my week started, though. You're having a hard time putting I'm, your drink yeah, down there. Trying to find a, <laughs> find a drink holder. Yeah, exactly. Um, so our week kind of started from, you know, after we did the show, we, we ended up watching the the Flashpoint movie. And yeah, then, we'll get into we'll, that. Yep, yeah. uh, and I watched uh, more of Ahsoka. I got caught up. I'm not, I haven't watched the last, the newest episode a little bit behind um but i'm starting to dig it actually it's growing on me um ray does a great job in that that whole thing like he's he's a great actor um yeah and that was cool and i watched the phantom no i watched uh phantom i watched the second one the uh the clone attack of the clones Clones, yeah uh which was cool Mm -hmm. and oh and i watched a bunch of archer man i'm in like uh archer danger island so i've been like cartooning it up i finished uh the infinity gauntlet which was entertaining oh yeah yeah you're reading um, that the other night yeah it gets nuts man and (laughs) and yeah so i mean i I beat that book across its pages on like three episodes (laughs) so we don't even talk about that anymore nice how's your week been man uh it's been pretty good uh i don't have a whole lot to report man yeah. Um, you know, did a did a bit of gaming, played some video. You know what I finally did was I downloaded um Mass Effect because it was free okay. on and I've and everybody like hardcore gamers rave about that game. It was very popular when it came it out. It was a popular and I have never played it. I so, watched a few people play it. Yeah. Sorry to mean No, that's okay. No, no. Uh I, I downloaded it and it's sitting it's sitting in my queue waiting for me to play, so I'll probably get into it a little bit here. Wicked. Play the Mass Effect games finally and see if they're worth all the hype that uh, that it's had over the years. So three, three of them? There I think there's three Mass Effects games, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into it here with some uh, pop culture stuff here in just a few minutes. But first, I, I, I hate I hate it. It's like it's like I said, this is the uh, the segment of the show that we don't want to be a segment. Right. But unfortunately, sometimes people that uh, help to shape our lives a little bit, they pass away. And when that happens, we like to give a Zumundo farewell to those who passed away. Indeed. So, um, first up, and this was uh, just coming in today, man. Uh, Sir Michael Gambon. This this actually kind of yeah, sucks, he, man. He, yeah, I know. He, he just passed. This was just this morning he passed away. So, this is uh, this is brand new. Um, best known for playing Albus Dumbledore in the Harry Potter films. Passed oh, yeah. away today at age 82. 82. Do you know what he passed away from? Just um, old age? Or? Uh, pneumonia. Oh, okay. Pneumonia um, at 82, yeah. He... Um, 
he was the second Dumbledore, correct? Correct. Yeah, I think uh, so. Richard Harris uh, passed away in two thousand and two. So Richard Harris played uh, also Richard Harris, amazing actor as well in his own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, had an amazing career as well. But he did the first two Harry Potter films as Albus Dumbledore, yeah. um, and then he passed away. Like I think he passed away before the second film was released. Really, he was great in that role too. They both. Yeah. I mean, they both were. They both mm-hmm. did a really good yeah, no, job. You're you're, you're kind of big a, into Harry I'm Potter. I'm a big Harry Potter. Your daughter movie likes fan. Harry Potter yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah. She got me into it and. Uh, I'm a fan. And, you know, those movies, they brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. They still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure, like, they're feeling it in the Potter collector community and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know, it's a, it's a big loss. Um, um, he started his uh, he started his acting career with uh, with uh, the legendary Lawrence Olivier, which is awesome. This is mm-hmm. this guy's got a great story. Oh, he, he's 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 amazing. And uh, now I'll get into it a little bit. But um, so with Lawrence Olivier, he started the Royal National Theater, uh, and he had an acting career spanning over sixty years. That's wild. Man. And he was knighted by Queen Elizabeth in nineteen ninety eight for his cool. uh, for his uh, his acting accolades. Very shagadelic. And uh, this guy was a classically trained Shakespearean actor. Um, he made his film debut all the way back in 1965 in Othello. So, I mean, oh, his, okay. he, so he kicked down the door. So he was a classically oh, trained Shakespearean actor, so he did it on stage. But his first film was a Shakespearean film. Um, some of his more memorable, memorable appearances uh, were from uh, Sleepy Hollow, 1998, with Johnny Depp. If oh, you know. okay. Yeah, I do remember that movie. I, mm-hmm. I didn't... I don't remember the movie well, but I remember it coming out and yeah. stuff. It was a good film. Tim Burton film. Really yeah, good. Yeah, Tim Burton's cool. The King's Speech, uh, Gosford Park, Open Range. Um, and he, he just he won far too many awards over the span of his 60-plus uh, years for me to list. And kind of a funny thing, uh, he almost was James Bond. Yeah, that yeah. dude. I think that's awesome. He was going to be the next George, uh, James Bond after George Lazenby, but he backed out. So I... I, I I happen to like um, James Bond movies a lot. So yeah, I know you that do. would have been kind of mm-hmm. weird to see him in that role. Like, I wonder, I wonder which Bond he would have replaced. Well, uh, Lazenby. Lazenby. He was going to okay. replace George Lazenby. I think George, George Lazenby, Lazenby was only one. one yeah, yeah, Her Majesty's Secret Service, and that's yeah. the one where he got married too. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the weird. Like, let's make Bond a family man. Yeah, um, um, <laughs> and then I think, and then they did Never Say Never Again. Or something like that. Never I don't know what the next one after was, after Her it, Majesty's it, Secret Service because after Lazenby went to Dalton, right? Um, at, well, yeah, technically, but it, but it, Sean Connery came back and did one more movie. Oh, that's kind of right. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, okay, I can't believe I remember um, that. Mm-hmm. And then Timothy Dalton after Roger Moore, mm-hmm. and then after Timothy Dalton, we got Daniel Craig, right? Yeah. So we're Daniel, yeah, up. no, no, no. It was Pierce Brosnan. Pierce, Bro- I'm, I'm sorry, that's right. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, and then uh, then Daniel Craig. Yeah. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan, I can't, the Goldeneye man, greatest, <laughs> greatest video game, greatest video. That, yeah, that from, was mine. I used to come over <laughs> to your house after school when we were kids, and we would play that. Uh, we'd play that game. It was. I was obsessed with that game, just the, the feel and like being in the snow and all. So anyway, we're kind of digressing. But Slappers only. You was, picked odd job, you cheating son yeah, of a bitch. Somebody picks <laughs> jaws and they're massive, or they turn their. Uh, Turn Wait, their damage way help up. You, help Here. you with that. There yeah, you go. I'm good now. I got. I got. I got my notes. We're, we don't have enough room on the table for meticulously placed for for two computers, the mixer, and his drinks. So and he's having the, a hard time. We're in the comfy chairs too, so we're, that's why yeah. we're like kind of far <laughs> apart today. 
Um, yeah, but uh, you know, for uh, Sir Michael Gambon, you know, a, a lot of us, you know, dream of what it would like to be be like to become an actor. You know, you know, yeah, I did because yeah. I did theater a lot when I was a kid, and I did a lot of theater, and throughout uh, through all the way through college, and even after college, I did some theater and stuff. Um, so a lot of us dream of becoming actors, mm-hmm. but this guy was an actor he, he's, and not not a movie star there's a difference right there's you know there's, there's, there's definitely right. like you know you have people like jason momoa who is a movie star and there's nothing wrong with that but uh sir michael gambon was an actor right on so uh you know a lot of the people from the harry commod uh, harry commod let me try it. harry potter community right um we're all doing their their wands up gifts and things like that cool. on facebook okay. and stuff we don't i don't have any ones on me right now but instead what i will do is i will raise my zumundo toast to you sir michael gambin and say farewell to you and see you on the other side cheers, cheers. this one's for you That's, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's huge. I mean, I could talk about Harry Potter all day. We do a yeah. whole cast on that. Um, um, and unfortunately, we're not done with Zumundo, no Zumundo farewells yet. Um, Scottish actor David McCallum, uh, known for his role as Dr. Donald uh, Ducky Mallard on NCIS, Ducky. died of natural causes on Monday. So this is uh, earlier this week. And he uh, he passed at the age of ninety. He was the medical examiner, corner guy mm-hmm. on the show. It played a wonderful role. He also had other stuff that he was in as right. well. You know, yeah. I, I actually I've never seen NCIS, so I didn't really know this guy too show, well. Man. Yeah, that's. Did you did you watch it? Yeah, I used to watch it back okay. in the day when it when it first came out. It was actually pretty entertaining. Okay, um, I, I'm not saying it's not entertaining or it changed it all, but I mean, there's just a lot of seasons, mm-hmm. and I fell off after. Yeah, I know he was kind of a fan favorite on that show. One um, of the um, give props to the writers of that they killed off a main character in that show wow yeah they don't really do that too yeah i know yeah. it's uh, well unless it's like game of thrones or right, walking right. dead or and something that was the thing of game of but, thrones, I mean, but back then they didn't you know they didn't do that that was kind of unheard of like the main character had plot armor always you know what i mean right right yeah um, gibbs um but uh for uh david mccallum uh you know and this is actually and when i i looked up his filmography and everything um, this actually kind of fits into kind of the, the realm of like the comic books and the nerddom and the stuff that we talk about here on the show a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did a lot of voice work, believe oh, okay. it or not, for, uh, particularly for a lot of DC movies. So a lot of huh. comic book movies, he did voice work. Um, he voiced Alfred more than one time. Nice. Yeah. Um, Alfred's always got a distinct Yeah, the, the, the very distinct sort of like, you know, British gentleman kind of voice yeah. that he does. Um, so he voiced Alfred in like more than one animated Batman film, and uh, he voiced uh, Zeus in the animated Wonder Woman feature. Cool. So he's he's got that under his belt, and, uh, you know, I think Ben 10 was something that was really big. Like, my nephew was big into that mm. show back when that was thing thing. So there was some Ben 10 animated movies. Yeah, Ben 10, yeah. Yeah, and he did... Uh, he did uh, voices for Ben 10. Um, he had appearances. Wow. He had so many, I mean, way too many uh, television appearances for me to mention, but um, Jag, he did, uh, Jag he did some huge. Jag. Yep. The Outer Limits, that was he a good appeared show. on. The yeah. A Team. Oh, sweet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all remember the A Team. Um, the Man from Uncle Films. Okay. Uh, and Sex in the City. Oh, wow. So he's yeah. been all over the place. He's been, he's been all over the place. The man has a very, uh, a very rich. Uh, acting career. Yeah, so. that's cool, man. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed him that show, man. He was like, I don't know, something like something familiar about him or something. You know? Yeah, like, like yeah. kind of like your uncle, you know. Yeah, yeah. But was uh, he the man from Uncle? He, he, I don't. <laughs> he was in the Man from Uncle and the sequel. So there's, there's that. Yeah. 
But um, but we're gonna go ahead and lift our glasses for David McCallum, Doctor Ducky, uh, Doctor Ducky. Ducky Mallard on NCIS. Cheers. This Cheers. one's for you, man. Uh, all it right. Sounds weird when you. Well, I always gets close to the mic. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was I was listening back to uh, our last episode, and you can hear the. Oh yeah, you the, can the hear ice this, drinking around, but that's what we do. We drink on the show. It's part of it's part it's of part it. of the show. It's part of the show. Speaking of which, let's get in some bruise news. Now that we review, got the baby. sad stuff out of the way, we'll get the bruise news and reviews. Let's hit it. Here we go. And now, bruise news and reviews. It stinks. It stinks. Sometimes it stinks. Sometimes, Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes but, it doesn't. Yeah, but we got uh, we got some news, we got some brews, we got some reviews we're going to talk about here, mostly in the realm of uh, pop culture and entertainment, because we're a pop culture podcast. We are the uh, <laughs> pop culture lighthouse. <laughs> Maybe not, but, but you know, yeah. Well, and we, brews, we do our best. Yeah. yeah. Brews, news, and reviews. We talk about the brews, we talk about the news, and then we get into and the reviews. But first, we always start it with... The brews. So. What are you drinking over there? All right, so th- I'm kind of excited about this tonight. Yeah, so this- um, if you're watching us on the live right now, I've got my copper mug out, which is uh, traditionally goes into a, uh, you, you would put a Moscow mule into this. Indeed, indeed. But I was feeling a little creative when I went to the liquor store earlier today, and I wanted to do something like a little bit different, kind, okay. of, kind yeah. of mix it up a little bit. So this is my own concoction. This is something that I've created. Now, it, it probably it probably already exists. It probably has a name. Yeah. It probably has a name, and I might be taking the name from something else, or the name might be something totally different. But this is something I've concocted that I call an autumn mule. An autumn mule. Now, so we are uh, we're on uh, <sighs> September 28th right now. It is. In 2023, and uh, we're 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 officially into the fall season. So I kind of wanted to give. I kind of wanted to like get into the season with like a fall inspired cocktail yeah. that I made tonight. So the the first thing is uh, I have prairie vodka in here, and this is a uh, it's an apple and pear flavored vodka. So okay. it's got a little bit of apple in there, and then I mixed it in there with some uh, with some ginger beer, which you put in a mule, right? right vodka right. and mule, and uh, then was it Bull and Finch was the original or something like that? For but ginger beer in general, yeah, yeah, yeah ginger beer. Uh, this is a Gosling ginger beer. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, see it over yeah, there. and and then I put like just a little. Just a little splash. <laughs> Very carefully, I put a little splash of a uh, fireball in there. So, so when we wrote, uh, this is an, one of our albums has a song uh, mm-hmm. that's a D and D inspired song, and the massive punchline in that song is somebody ordering fireball shots because you know what happens is they just order a whole bunch of them. Uh, uh, it just goes uh, down real quickly. God, yeah. man, no. It's now here's the thing: if if, if I drink fireball, because like that stuff is so sugary and like we're we're Pretty we're, gross, we're yeah. men of a certain age, right? I like, mean, it tastes like cinnamon, like like a fireball, yeah, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it tastes like cinnamon and everything, but it's just it's so sugary and uh, you know if you drink too much of that stuff, for me, it'll it'll put the hurting on me. So yeah. I, I was careful. Just to put a little splash in here, just for flavor. So for everybody that's not here, I have to say this smells absolutely delicious. It smells like a holiday. It is. And it is. I took a sip of one, and it tastes really interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you got it yourself. It's like a nice little uh, apple cinnamon flavored mule that I created. Yeah, and yeah. So I'm very cool. You should I'm, bust that out during the holidays. This for is people. I'm I'm gonna. Um, but yeah, you know, I did the Bloody Mary last week and I was kind of like, eh, I was kind of indifferent <laughs> I, on it. I listened back to the show and you're yeah. like, yeah, this is pretty disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's Bloody Mary. I'm not a big fan of Bloody Mary. I'm a huge but, fan. But, uh, but for this, my, my, uh, my autumn mule that I, that I concocted, 
I, I gotta say, I like it a lot. It's, awesome, it's man. really good. Awesome. I'm, I'm happy about this. Well, I'm this. glad you're happy. Thanks, man. Yeah. What do you? <laughs> I've got an interesting. Uh, what do you got there? Cocktail here. It's not that interesting. It's actually limeade, uh, simply limeade and Grey Goose vodka, and it just tastes refreshing. I had a feeling you weren't going to be drinking alcohol. Oh no, yeah, I'm gonna. After, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Uh, last last night, uh, you came out to my event. Yeah, we had, we had a good time. And uh, I went home, and you stayed out. I stayed out, and with, you were you were texting ours, me. And then yeah, you were texting me. Uh, like I think after oh God, after I went to sleep. Yeah, and I was just like, uh, he's not going to drink tomorrow. No, yeah. no I'm good. Um, <laughs> no, that was fun. Uh, he and I <laughs> toured the town. It was great. not me, but you you and my buddy Shane. Yeah. Um, so. What what we we'll get? Let's get in some. You news, want to get man. in some news? All yeah. right. So that's so, the bruise portion. So I have a little bit of news. Finally. All right, hit me with some news. No, so normally I have tons of news, right? I love I love doing the news. It's one of my favorite parts of the show. I love researching stuff. I love watching trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week, man, it's been dry. Like I got a couple. No, things. Nothing cool that I was interested in really was coming out, but I do have a couple big ones actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we should address the elephant that's in the room. Okay. Rick and Morty have new voices. And voice actors. Okay, I heard something about. I, you know, I've never really watched Rick and Morty. I heard them. So Rick and Morty, Morty, if you're not familiar, is kind of a retelling of Back to the well, Future. It's, it's. I think it was inspired by. Inspired Back to the Future, by heavily, yeah. heavily inspired by. Right, like Marty and Doc, Marty and you know? Doc and Marty, Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. and um, people are very judgmental on the new actors. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not sure why. I can't remember well, why people, they they separated. I think people, creative differences. I think there was. Or I think there was some sort like of controversy that. with. Uh, some of the original actors, or at least one of the original mm. actors. I don't really know. Exactly. I think I think it might have been like a case. You know, yeah. like somebody has like a domestic. Yeah, thing or yeah, whatever. yeah. That, that, that's that a effect. bad look, and in, 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 I guess in show business, right? Yeah. In general, I mean, it's not the days of the rock stars like getting arrested in every town, and we're wearing T-shirts with Roy Oberson's mugshot mm-hmm. and Johnny. What's the other guy? Oh my God, Johnny Storm, Johnny Cash, Johnny Blaze. Uh, yeah, everybody's wearing Johnny Cash's like mugshot and stuff. But anyway, times are different. So. um They've got new voices, and uh, it's interesting. They have voice actors that are doing impersonations of Rick and Morty, so it yeah. does sound a little different, right? Sure. So they're yeah, like yeah. near likeness, I guess. So I thought that was interesting. Anyway, um, it's kind of like when when Mel Blank passed away, and then you know he's huge man, and then like you, in the newer projects for Bugs Bunny, it's like yeah, it sounds like Bugs Bunny, but not completely. Yeah, it's like it sounds like someone's doing like a good impression. Personality was yeah. a little different too, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that has a lot to do with it, right? Um, but I've never voice acted. I think it would be great. Uh, it sounds like a really fun thing, and obviously a lot of cool people have done it. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, a little bit of video game. My one video game update is is, sure. is this because you actually showed me this. I game, showed you I this game. This yeah. really awesome. Among Us is getting it's a, a fun game. Man, it, it's silly, and we saw some Among Us like blow up costumes and stuff at, at, Dragon, at Dragon Con. Con yeah, and uh, I thought that was kind of cool, just because it's such a weird game. So Among Us is a game where you you, you um, so who done it? So yeah, who done it? Like yeah. they pick a guy and you kill people while they're working on a space so, station. Basically, yeah. For those of you who don't Very know, cartoonish. You, yeah, it's a it's a cartoonish sort of game, but you play like a little um, a little avatar of a certain color. It could be red, blue, green, yeah, purple, yeah. whatever. And you're I running think you around. Can unlock and like you, costumes. Yeah, and stuff, and yeah, you have like certain things you can like unwear. Yeah. But you're like running around. You have to complete your tasks before. The time's up but one person one player in the group is the killer oh yeah and you got to go and if it, that's your job to kill, kill as many people without getting caught right and uh so cartoons, that's not yeah, real yeah yeah, yeah yeah obviously yeah cartoons yeah. exactly or i should probably say you get, little, you, get yeah. you get uh you get a lot of um like little chores to do around the ship and stuff. yeah it's exactly funny. like mm-hmm. uh, like fix these wires and 
turn mm-hmm. on the air conditioner. Like it's it's cool. But anyway, they're getting a VR one, which that sounds kind of interesting for PlayStation VR specifically. Oh, I was um, kind of hoping it would. Yeah, if it was on Xbox, it. I'd be all about it, man. Xbox doesn't have a. VR, oh, that doesn't right? have a yeah. VR. You're right. They, they did that. Thing. Remember they do the thing in the room. Like you could, you had cameras and you could do like work, you know, kind of like the power pad. The yeah. Everything's the updated power pad. Let's be real honest here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's, uh, it's kind of cool. All right, that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to get a PlayStation just to play it. But I no. would be if like if I came over and you had it, I would I would be interested. Yeah, to play I think it it'd be sure. it'd be cool to try. Yeah, for yeah. Um, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Among Us coming to virtual reality on PlayStation that could be fun. I've also never used the virtual reality on PlayStation or anything, so I'm not real think, familiar with that. I don't that. think I've ever used. The I remember VR the system. Virtual Boy. Yeah, that's we're not that going to talk. That's a whole the red, different the red system. Ugh, I'm getting a oh, headache. I'm know, getting right? a headache thinking about it. Oh my god, Ugh. no. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd want to play it. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, oh, so, since we're on video games, I got a little bit of uh, video game adjacent news. Yeah. We're about. Charles Martinet. Um, you guys, you uh, might not know his name, but you know his face. You'd probably know him best if you were to hear him say. It's it's me, Mario. Oh, yeah. man, Mario, yeah. Yeah, so Charles Martinet is the uh, iconic voice of Mario. Also, I am a huge fan of Skyrim. Yes, you are. And uh, You are the biggest fan did, of have Skyrim, you played possibly. Through, have you played through Skyrim? I still have not played all the way through So, uh, spoiler alert for Skyrim, which came out in 2011. There's um, dragons. As you go through, there is dragons. And, like, the big dragon, there's, like, the big, the big villain, Alduin, is the dragon, but... There is one dragon that helps you on his on your quest. I couldn't get past the troll. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Early on, yeah. there's a there's a dragon that helps you on his quest and like betrays the dragons to help you so that you can stop oh. the dragons. Uh, by the yeah, name, because you're like dragonborn or something. Yeah, like you have this. You're a human with a soul of a dragon inside of you, essentially. Um, but there's one dragon that helps you by the name of Parthenax. And uh, he did the voice. He did the voice of Parthenax as well, and which sounds nothing like Mario at well, all. Well, yeah, that would be pretty funny. Yeah, so Charles it's Mar- me, Parthenax. It's me, Parthenax, the Dragonborn. I'm going to help you defeat Arduin. Yeah, totally it different. Sounds like thing. a Swedish chef. Bork bork Yeah, No, um, but anyways, Charles Martinet, um, the uh, iconic voice of Mario. Is stepping down after thirty-two years. What do you mean by stepping? Like just moving on to something else? Or? Yeah. Well, so he's he's just he's just not going to do voice work for Mario anymore. Okay, that's um, so interesting because like even though it's thirty years, 32. I don't really associate Mario's voice with like besides the cartoon. Well, you you gotta, know, like, yeah. Well, you got to think like that voice didn't really come along until later, until a little bit later, <laughs> until like I think Excuse the me. first time we actually heard his voice was Super Mario sixty-four. Which was released in 1997. Now we started playing like Nintendo when Mario first hit the shelves in 1986. Which actually so it was hit like the 11 years way before that. It was 11 years of like Mario not having a voice. Yeah, before that in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario didn't have a voice um, right until then, unless you count like the cartoon series. The cartoon which series. Captain yeah. Lou Albano, the wrestler, Lou Albano. voiced him. That was is, a great show. Man. That was a great show. That, was, that and Captain and the Game Master, like, <sighs> like video games were great. That was a great show. Too. If they could make a live action, never mind. I don't want to put that in. Either. Don't don't put yeah. that. Don't you put could, that voodoo it, on me, Ricky could, Bobby. They could botch it really easily yeah. too. Yeah, like a good because I, I saw Captain America or Captain America, Captain and uh, cosplay even. Yeah, at yeah, Dragon it was Con. cool. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the end that. jacket. We're gonna like, be talking about Dragon Con cosplays all probably year until long. next year when we go back to Dragon Con. Sorry, let me. Uh, I'm just moving. Yeah, my chair yeah, that's so right. Do what you gotta do, man. Um, yeah, no, no, yeah. Those video game TV shows actually worked. Zelda had a show, 
actually worked. Excuse me, princess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was it, that was pretty much the crux of the show. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. But so he's stepping down, and uh, he's still going to do some work with Nintendo. Okay, um, just to, like promotional things. So like maybe if there's, um, I think like when the new Super Mario like wing of Universal Studios opens up or oh, whatever yeah, he'll probably cool. show up to that to open it that, and that's stuff like, like that. like they did with harry potter yeah, yeah yeah that's cool um hopefully he uh he comes to some cons and signs some autographs you i'm know? sure he will yeah i mean, that, at, this, I mean at this point that's what you do right you're mario when, like, when you're finished yeah. with your iconic run of the thing you do you go to conventions and then you hang out and take pictures with george takai yeah, yeah. <laughs> hello hello <laughs> yeah so uh you know what this i'm almost thinking about doing like a a sub, um, a, uh, a sub segment for for this when we talk about Bruce news and reviews okay. called like reboots and remakes or something like that because it's just every every time you turn around there's another reboot and remake remix um, and, and there's actually there's two of them that I'm gonna touch on very briefly today um, and they are the second that the writers actor strike uh, was kind of seemingly resolved this week yeah yeah this week yeah. Um, they that's, jumped that's news they jumped out and put out some news that they're working on an office reboot like, there, there's uh, no the, other details the office is a reboot yeah, of the I, office uh, the office. <laughs> Well, uh, they're going to do it again. Well, probably. you know what? It's like when they talked about the uh, Polish series The Witcher did. I think it was Polish. Okay. Yeah. Like So there's another series that was earlier with a lower budget that apparently was really good to The Witcher. So technically, The Witcher's a reboot. Yeah. Like I mean, things like that are, are rebooted constantly, right? And The Office was a... Uh, was it a BBC show? Originally, yeah. Then, I mean, I don't know if it was yeah. officially on the BBC proper, but it was a BBC British... It was, it, was, it was a UK show. Mrs. So, um, Williams. But, so, you remember that Austin Powers song, BBC? To the BBC. BBC. Yeah. BBC one. Yeah, I remember. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I just remember that, that. That popped in your head yeah. pretty randomly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really feel like that's something we need to do. But. No, no, I'm good with leaving it like it was. Yeah. Uh, there's another classic science fiction uh, remake in the works, and What's this those? is actually not the first time they've done a remake of this. Like this okay. is a second remake we're talking about doing. So apparently, uh, Chris Pratt, who was Mario, it, ironically, yeah, ties yeah. it all ties back in, has signed on to play the uh, alien Klaatu in the new remake of Klaatu. The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, far out! I was like, why do I know that name? Now yeah. I know. Uh, so this was originally uh, a science fiction film, kind of like a cult classic back in 1951. Um, we talked a little bit about First Contact on the show in Mysterious World. Yeah, we did. Like, we did. What, what would that be like? What would that be like? Um, so uh, in, in that film, like, Klaatu warns uh, humanity, uh, warns that humanity is worrying the rest of the galaxy because of its growing aggressive tendencies. So basically, like, he's an ambassador. He does really come in peace, and he's trying to, wow. like, save the human race, okay. essentially. Um, so that was, like, the 1951 version. If you fast forward to, like, 2008, mm-hmm. there's another one with Keanu Reeves whoa. as the whoa I'm an alien <laughs> is See, he demons football, oh, football rules is he uh, is he playing the alien or yeah uh, Chris Pratt is playing the alien claw too in this uh, new remake no, that, did Keanu Reeves play the alien yeah okay. Keanu Reeves played the alien in the 2008 remake so all right. So I, I feel like it's like every fifteen years or so they're just like, okay, we're good, remake it. 
It's been 15, I think like 15 yeah, years is like the rule of thumb for remakes at this like point. there's a time, because I mean, uh, War of the Worlds was redone, Tom Cruise, right? Mm-hmm. Which was actually a pretty, pretty cool movie. But that was something that like hadn't been remade show. since like for like quite back a few in the years. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, exactly, right? Like, yeah, when you get remakes of, uh, well, I mean, we already have one of Conan, but like of, I don't know, Independence Day or something, or mm-hmm. Men in Black remake or, you know, something silly like that. We're going to mm-hmm. be like, no, no. Please no. Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, I, but this one I'm Titanic like, I'm just, remake. I'm kind of indifferent on it. I'm like, eh, whatever you want to remake it, it's fine. It's not really gonna. Yeah. It's not something that I like loved growing up or anything like that. So. No, I think that's definitely our parents' generation. Like, really, like that was cool to them. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this is 1951. Is like before our parents. You know, some of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my dad was around. Oh, he, was, okay. he was a little kid. Like my oh, parents yeah. were born in 57. So yeah, my mom's 55. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so that's another remake coming down the pipeline. Couple remakes coming down the pipeline. Right on. Um, and we're gonna get into. Uh, hey, so this is uh, this is gonna <laughs> tie into like last week after we finished the show. Yes. Um, you know we uh, we had we we had some more cocktails and we I might turned have on. To, uh, make a cocktail. Here, make a man. cocktail, man. Yeah. Um, if if you want to make one while I'm talking, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Go make. Go help yourself. All right. He's gonna go make a cocktail for a minute. I'm gonna talk. Um, so, uh, this is going to be interesting. So after we finished the show last week, we went over and we watched, um, Flashpoint or not, sorry, not Flashpoint, the Flash, which is based on the Flashpoint, uh, comic book. And I was kind of, <laughs> you can hear making the drink in the background. I, I keep calling it Flashpoint. Yeah. I, well, it is kind of, it's kind of the Flashpoint story, but it's like the own, it's like their own version of Flashpoint, uh, where, you know, uh, if, if you don't know the story is, you know, Barry Allen, goes back in time to try to save his mother's life and he does but he returns to a world where like everything has changed and everything in the world is in chaos so they went kind of based on that putting it lightly yeah but they uh they went way different with it but anyways um we'll talk about flash uh the flash movie here in just a few minutes but this is uh coming from Tim Burton um who originally directed Batman and Batman Returns um, he really wasn't happy with Flashpoint because, as you know, Michael Keaton was featured in Flashpoint. Or I'm sorry, I keep calling it Flashpoint. The Flash. He was featured in oh, The Flash sorry. as like his 1989 and 1992 version of Bruce Wayne. First off, Batman. He's absolutely amazing in that role. <laughs> the old school one and this one too. He I mean, it was. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was like it was good to see him like suit up. That's my favorite part. Of and the movie. and and like be that Batman again. But it also kind of just felt like uh, South Park member berries. Where it's like, <laughs> remember Michael Keaton is Batman. I remember. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. You get. I didn't see that episode. But anyways, like, um, Tim Burton wasn't happy with that. Um, so I mean, if you think about it, it's it. It's his intellectual property, right? That but his it's, style I mean, it's, of it's, Batman. It is, but it isn't. Like legally, I mean, technically it is, but legally it like, isn't. You know, like it, doesn't, it doesn't Spider-Man, belong. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Warner Brothers owns that version of Batman. He created it. Yes, he doesn't have the rights to it. Do you, Do you remember how much of a cultural? phenomenon that was huge man remember 1992 when batman returns came out that was the summer of the bat and i remember like sitting on the school bus on my way to summer camp like just talking to my and like we were all just talking about batman like Like, that was that was the thing people like because i was i was a little little you know like Mm -hmm. a little little kid and uh not like super young but just 
kind of small, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody like one of the camp counselors like picked me up by my shirt one time, and then my instant reaction was like, <laughs> I was like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm Batman." You know, like, like that kind of stuff was happening. Like it was super yes, cool, you know. I love it. And I had the I had the toys. I had the, I had a. Uh, Thank you for whoever got me this. Uh, I had the Batcave and stuff, but we still jealous. had the old toys. Like, no, like so nine-year-old ori- me is jealous. So I had the original Batmobile, and I, I don't know if I had the newer one, but I had this little airplane from the first movie, you know, when the, when the, the, oh, yeah, the Joker shoots the it down wing. with a super long pistol. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which, which makes it's no super, sense at all. But yeah. Classic Joker. Come at me, you gruesome Jack, son of a Jack bitch. Nicholson. Yeah. And I love the, uh, I love that, so the fan service, like, you want to get nuts? Like, Let's you know, get nuts. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff's in there. The only thing that they did have was the Prince soundtrack, right? Like uh, that—that's mm, that the best cool. point about that movie. And I don't want to beat up the movie too much, but I was expecting something way different. Mm-hmm. I got a lot more Michael Keaton than I was expecting to get, which was cool. Mm-hmm. But I got a lot less everything else that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, like no Henry Cavill. Yeah, and I thought they were gonna do Red Sun when she's because she's in Russia or whatever. I was like, that was cool, like Supergirl. Yeah, but that's Spoilers, a totally different uh, story, though. That's a totally no, but that would have been story. that would have been a cool, weird thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, I mean, and if, if we really wanted to, I could sit here because I, I actually I did read Flashpoint when it came out. Okay, um, and, and if we wanted to, I could sit here and like stack up. Um, the similarities and differences and like the big differences. Cause there's way, there's a lot, it's way different than the comic book between the film <laughs> and the movie or the film and the comic, but we're, we don't have, we don't have that don't kind get, of time. Yeah, yeah, no um, but uh, going circling back around to what Tim Burton said, uh, he accused Warner brothers of cultural appropriation for um, their depiction of Michael Keaton's Batman and says he is now in quiet revolt of these movies. So yeah, we're sorry. Uh, Quiet revolt is interesting. Yeah. So uh, I don't know about. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I don't understand. Well, let me. I can actually. Well, I can tell you exactly uh, what he said because I I actually have. I have his quote from an interview. Okay. Cool. Where he's talking about it, um, and this is just a cut from what he had said. But he said, but it also goes into another AI thing, and this is why I think I'm over it with the studio. They can take what you did. Batman or whatever and culture culturally misappropriate it or whatever you want to call it Burton said even though you're a slave of Disney or Warner Brothers oh, wow they can do whatever they want continuing Tim Burton said so in the latter years of my life I'm in a quiet revolt against all of this and also I think uh, it not only upset him that they that they used um, Michael Keaton's Batman in the movie, but also, also Nicolas Cage's Superman, which yeah. has a cameo in it. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, as we as we all know, that was like the film that never got made. Did they start filming that or anything? They or? they did everything but start filming it. Like they there's so it was it was it was he was gonna be bat or he, Batman Superman. He was yeah. I mean, there's actually videos of him in the suit and stuff like that. Which so I always thought that was like a meme. Okay, cool. No, no, it, it definitely came from the and actually it's really if you go back and listen and I got and I got I have to tell you like a little uh, a little funny like like a uh, yuck yuck here the okay. pitch out that was really funny. So, uh back in 2002, I think there was a there was a DVD release called An Evening with Kevin Smith. Now, Kevin <laughs> Smith, uh, you, you know Kevin Smith. Now, yeah, Kevin yeah. Smith actually wrote the script. Jane Silent Bob, baby. Yeah. 
he wrote the script for Superman Reborn. Okay. Um, for this Tim Burton movie, oh. and uh, he 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 in this like in this like it's a Q and A at colleges and stuff, but he recounts his experiences. Yeah. Where he talks about meeting with uh, producer John Peters, who was the producer on this uh, failed Superman project, Superman okay. Reborn, um, and he said like he he said, all right, we're gonna move forward with this. We're gonna have three things that you're gonna have to that you're gonna have to know moving forward. One, don't want to see him. Don't want to see him in the cape. Don't want to see him uh, flying around saving people. That's really dumb. Which is like, well, the suit, what? the suit and the flying defines Superman. But okay, fine. Like, what's your third? The, the cape is part of it. Yeah, exactly. But you like, but what's your people? Yeah, exactly. Was he just supposed to be hard? Yeah, just, just hard. yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> Silly. Um, but he said the third thing was like, all right, and here's the other thing: Superman has to fight a giant spider in the final act. Uh, that and super and Kevin Smith is like, wait, why? Who they, said this? Uh, this is John Peters, who was the producer of that movie okay. to, Ke- to Kevin Smith before he wrote the script. Okay, he said like Superman has to fight a giant spider in the final act. I mean, we've seen the big spider fight in a lot of things. Yeah, well, he uh, said like apparently it like goes back to like when he was a little boy and he went to the theater and he saw King Kong uh, in the theaters and like. There was like a big moment where like the doors open up and King Kong wanted like he wanted to recreate that moment only instead of King Kong he wanted this like giant spider he's like but don't it, call yeah. it but don't call it a giant spider call it something else and Kevin Smith says Thangarian snare beast oh, yeah great called it whatever that's okay. whatever which is just kind of funny Zod. which I thought was really really funny because when you uh, spoilers if you go and you watch it um, to a movie that Flash, doesn't exist if you go and well if you watch Flash. And you have this uh, Nicolas Cage cameo as Superman <coughs> there in the third act. You see him, he's flying, and what is he fighting? Dude, I did not even pick up on that. Oh, it was a giant spider. Wow. And I was like, oh my god, John Peters got his giant spider. Um, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that is, that's really funny. But also, also, like as a PS to that, um, Kevin Smith had also said, he's like, he's like yeah, so... Um, that that movie didn't happen, but like I was reminded of it a couple of summers later when I went to the movie theaters. I went to go see this John Peters produced movie with Will Smith called Wild Wild West. He fought a spider in that. And he's like, and suddenly in the third act, there's this giant fucking spider. <laughs> this guy likes spiders. Yeah. This guy just really likes. Or he spiders. likes Godzilla. Movies, but so anyways, huh? um, but th- that was a really long way of like uh, of talking about this Easter egg that Tim Burton arachnophobia really really didn't like. Okay, interesting. Tim Burton, um, didn't he start out as a... Uh, Hairdresser. No, no, he was a uh, No, no, that's John Peters, right? never mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. Did, yeah. Was he an animator for Disney? I think so, yeah. We, we just talked about this, too. Uh, and he worked on the Black Cauldron, and then he left... Did he? Am I, I, did, am, I don't know. I don't want to quote of somebody it. different? Mm-hmm. And then he went on and he did... Um, he's the guy who made like the Nightmare Before Christmas and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I believe he, he was an animator. I mean, I'd believe it given his like, his yeah. wacky And then they went to another visual. studio. I mean, he definitely, he if has, you see his character drawings for some of those movies that didn't happen, yeah. they're pretty amazing. I and mean, he's got a really distinctive art style. Art style, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you can watch uh, watch a Tim Burton movie and know that it's, a, if, without knowing it's Instantly, a Tim Burton movie, yeah, and know that feel it. it you absolutely. Know? And his best movie ever which um, so the studios I read this article this week not to not to get into a, a mm-hmm. non it's newsworthy but there's there's a few movies that they're they're excited to make right mm-hmm. one of them's Beetlejuice 2 which you know we know the filming's wrapped on mm-hmm. um, 
And uh, he made the first one, and that's one of the greatest movies of all time. Again, Michael Keaton, possibly his best role of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's had a great, a, a great. Um, he was great in the Spider-Man movie. He was great in Mr. Mom. He was an awesome Batman. He's awesome Beetlejuice. Like it's hard not to like Michael Keaton and stuff. Oh no, I love Michael yeah, Keaton, man. Good. And he kind of fell off for a while. He just like. I don't know if he just uh, no, took he, a break I mean, yeah, or, I mean, he just he just uh, you know he just kind of had a resurgence in his career, like, yeah. in the, in the recent years, which is awesome. I mm-hmm. support more Michael Keaton and more Michael Keaton movies mm-hmm. or Tim Burton movies. Yeah, yeah. I've got some more, uh, yeah, some more, D- some more DC news, uh, Warner Brothers and DC, DC news. <laughs> so it comes back to comics. It, yeah, um, well, we're, we're comic books and pop culture and stuff. So James Gunn has confirmed Ooh. that there are th- not one, not two, but three characters. From the DCEU that are surviving the reboot. Now, as you know, they used, just like they did in the comics. Can you Flash explain point, that to everybody, though? Like, yeah. What yeah, that means? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, in the comics, uh, after they did Flashpoint, they used that to reboot everything in DC Comics and just basically start over from scratch. So, like, all so like the a continuity. New Superman, new Batman, yeah, everybody. All the continuity okay. got rebooted, and they are using this opportunity Far out. for the Flash movie to reboot everything yeah. um, and, and start all, and like, recast and redo Superman, recast, redo Batman, everything. Every, everyone's going to be recasted. It's a whole new continuity now, and they're starting all over again. Um but there are three characters, um, the actors particularly, and not not so much the characters. Like the, the continuity is still going to be different. Okay. But three characters are surviving the reboot, and we're going to see these actors return in James Gunn's new DCEU. What uh, can you say who they are? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I do. No, I have them right here. Um, the first of which is uh, Amanda Waller, who is played by Viola Davis. Um, now, you've, if you don't know who she is. Uh, she appeared in the Justice League and also Suicide Squad. She okay. was uh, she was the government official so, who was who put together the Suicide Squad. I think it's it's pretty well known that I was on DC strike for like mm-hmm. basically since the original Batman. <laughs> it's okay. Like, like I've, I've kind of not been a, a huge like when they remade Superman. I didn't watch any of those and sure. stuff. Like I I had Christopher Reeves and I was good with that. I was good with Michael Keaton. Sure. And Adam West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so this is this is kind of interesting to me because I'm not I'm not super familiar with some of this stuff. Well, they're they're keeping uh, Amanda Waller played by Viola Davis, um, and they're also talking about giving her her own series, which I think is like a Netflix thing or something. Uh, like uh, probably Max HBO. Like you know they're talking about doing the Penguin series. On oh yeah, HBO yeah. Max. we saw the preview. So, for that. It yeah, good. yeah, yeah. We talked about it a couple episodes back. Um, but also talking about giving her her own series, which, which as we said, was a Sopranos reboot. <laughs> I mean, it really, well, you know, it looks it, like it, that, well, you yeah. know, it's, uh, I, I did, uh, I'll, I'll get into it. I don't want to get, I don't want to get off track here. Um, uh, Blue Beetle, which is the movie that just came yep, out here. Yep, yep. Uh, um, uh, good reviews from everybody I know who's seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I think they're going to keep that actor and that character for the new DCE. That makes so sense. That he's one, brand new. Yeah, yeah. He's brand new. I think they're going to keep him. What about like Gal Gadot and freaking Henry Cavill and stuff? Def. What? They're done. Yep, they're axed. They're done. Why? Well, first of all, Henry Cavill's already been recasted by uh, Dave. Is it David Corn Sweat? Remember we talked corn about that. Corn Sweat. It's yes. not Corn Sweat. Corn it's Corn Sweat. sweat. Yeah. Corn um, Swoggle. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they have any word on like the new Batman yet. Cool. But like everything's being rebooted. Wow. Um, except for Amanda Waller, Blue Beetle, and you ready for this? It's John Cena. <laughs> Well, you can't see me. You can't see. No, no, <laughs> I'm doing no. But uh, John Cena uh, as uh, wait, Peacekeeper. 
What? And he had a he had a series on HBO Max. Like I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know of him. Yeah. I didn't think that was real either, though. I thought that was a meme. <laughs> oh my god! No, oh my god! Oh my god! But uh, yeah, but they're but he's gonna keep clearly. Jo- uh, Keith will be covering nothing but Marvel from here on out. I'm I'm banned from DC coverage unless but it's Dragon Con. But they're gonna keep. Uh, but they're gonna keep John Cena as Peacekeeper in there too. Dude, so. John Cena, that's hilarious. He was just in a movie with Jackie Chan, and we saw a preview for. Uh, I, I, don't I haven't sh- seen it, but I'm going to watch it. Shut up and take it. my yeah, money. Exactly. Take right. my money right now. Speaking of that, when we get John reviews, Cena and Jackie Chan, I want it now. Yeah, well, <laughs> well uh, yeah. It would have been better than the one I saw this week. <laughs> and on that note, and just before we, we move out of news, like I I, I do want to say, um, and, and we move on to reviews, because you've got a review you're going to talk about here in bit. a minute. But uh, I did finally review. get around to watching last year's um, The Batman um, which Who's is its, which is its own thing. What's that? What's I, I don't even know about. What this. are you? Are you serious? They did a they did a whole new Batman movie last year. But where do I come from? No, did did you did you not see it or even know about it? No. Robert Pattinson is Batman. No. Uh, all, all I know is swear to me. Yeah. Like did, how, yeah. how did you? Well, okay. Wait. Time out. I tell you, I did really missed you a lot. not know that there was a Batman movie that came out last year. Crickets. Oh my <laughs> god! Are you serious? Did you? How? I saw the one with uh, Raz Al Ghul or whatever. That was Batman Begins in two thousand and five. Man, it was that long ago. Yes. Oh my god. Oh man, that was almost twenty years ago. Apparently, bro. I've got my homework for the week. Jeez. Is to. Anyways, yeah. Watch now, I don't want to give away too much if you don't if you didn't even know it existed. Hey, there's a Batman movie that you've never heard of, which is awesome. I'm being chastised for this right now. <laughs> No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, but I watched that uh, a couple days ago. But I had you're, to watch you're it in a two pretty settings. big Batman fan now. Right? I am, but I also wasn't really in a huge hurry to watch it because it came out last year and I just watched it this week. So <sighs> Fair enough. You're 52 week late Batman. Yeah, so. but it was okay. I had right. some issues with it. All right, all right. But I won't get into a review of it because you've got a review and I, I don't want to step on so, your toes too so much. I've got so. like a mini review here, but uh, let's, let's do some reviewing notes of the flash movie real quick. Okay. Uh, movie was enjoyable. Love Michael Keaton. Obviously he's the man. He was great in freaking Spider-Man as well. Like he's just awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Enough with that. The flash is really annoying. It's not a great movie. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 like, no. Like you mean guy. like the character, yeah. um, yeah, played and his younger, by Ezra Miller. Yeah. I didn't, his younger I, dumber self was very annoying. Yeah. I, I didn't. Care and for maybe him. I'm just old and like, I don't get it, but <sighs> it was, I don't know. It wasn't a good movie. It, it's not bad. Like, it, like it looks c- cool. I mean, visually, that's pretty neat. And yeah. even though some and of the I, I mean, CGI I, sucked, like, but. him as himself as the Flash, like in the beginning of the movie, in the action scenes and his personality and stuff come through. I enjoyed that. Hey, when, uh, hold on. I got we got my man Bubba here in the hey, live hey, chat right now. Can we get Dylan to do AI live? I think you know what, Bubba. It's actually funny. You should say that. I'm doing a new segment for the show tonight. Which I am not allowed to know what it is until He's not allowed to know what it is until after, but it does have to do with AI. Is this so like the... the you did, will, did I get a preview of this the other day? No, you didn't. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there there will... you Actually, Bubba, you do get to see me do AI live tonight. <coughs> oh, and this is gonna be we're going to We're going to get into right, it well, here in a yeah. little bit. All right, so, so sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Continue. Yeah, just to... Uh, so, Flash, the character's not annoying... The uh, the his younger dumber self is really annoying, and it kind of breaks the movie, and it's not as good as it could be. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where I get it. I mean, there's some cool effects. You know, if you want a good flash movie, go watch 
the animated Flashpoint movie. It's on it's on HBO Max oh, okay. or Max or whatever yeah, it's we'll called. Check that out. Go go watch it now. Not right now. Watch Zumundo. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch Zumundo now, but then yeah. but then go watch Flashpoint. Okay, cool. So we'll get out of that. All right. so, so I that's I, the news. Was this yesterday? I went to the theater and I watched Expendables 4. All right, tell me all about Expendables 4 for your review, man. I want to hear this. It's expendable. Uh, <laughs> no, um so dude, when these movies came out, the Expendable thing I was so freaking excited because it's like all your great action stars together, hopefully in plots that are semi-decent and good movies. And albeit a lot of people like really well-known reviewers will say that the first three movies were amazing. Oh, okay. Amazing. Take that with a grain of salt. Right. But they really like they, in the spirit of getting all these eighties action stars showing that they can still do the job and kick butt and, and entertain crowds was kind of the point. Um, I didn't. I didn't really like any of them, to be honest. Until the, I liked Expendables one and two. It was I, fun. I they were, I mean, they're fun movies. But I also don't remember them, so maybe I need to watch them again. I remember like a scene and Chuck Norris and Chuck stuff, Norris like, doing a Chuck Norris yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, like I remember that, but I don't really. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I didn't pay attention, right? <laughs> but I did watch them. And um, this one, we we sat down, and this is this is de- Doolin's classic definition of a. <laughs> Cheeseburger movie, a cheeseburger movie, or a yep. popcorn film, or mm-hmm. what they are also known as are hamburger movies. <laughs> like, yeah. So, drink two to three strong IPAs and go watch this movie, and you'll probably have a good time. Yeah. Uh, you go in, lots is, of booms, right? This is not going to be the highlight of your Friday night. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, this is this is this is a Wednesday afternoon, Thursday afternoon movie. You know, watch on a rainy Sunday afternoon. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, watch it when you're at home, chilling out. You got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And and that's not to kill it because Jason Statham had another movie this year with a guy Ritchie film that he was in and this was another jason statham movie believe it or not um sylvester stallone's not really in it that much and it's campy and it's silly and you know the previews where him and megan fox are like fighting and doing all this stuff like Mm -hmm. none of that was in the movie Mm -hmm. like there was more weird stuff in the previews than like i thought they were going to do a mr and mrs smith like tear the house apart you know Mm -hmm. whatever scene and it's just like them arguing for like two seconds and he's like okay mission bye like and it's kind of lame the plot is extremely far-fetched, but it's fine. I mean, as, as these movies tend to what be. you yeah. would do, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure those aren't the guys that get the call for that particular job set because it's not a job set, right? <laughs> and then... Um, Mercenaries, man. So there's the effects where um, I have to agree with some some people. I was I was kind of pumped when I walked out of there. I was like, all right, this is pretty pretty entertaining. Right. And then, and then like you think about it, you're like, yeah, there's not a lot of practical effects. There's a lot of uh, CGI explosions. And now when you when you talk about CGI and we talk about how expensive it is and the reasons you can't make Infinity Gauntlet, right? Mm-hmm. That's to make CGI look good. Right. 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 But you still have like USA, like Hercules. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like level effects that right. that that are CGI is considered cheap and silly, right? Mm-hmm. It's closer to that, and I'm not knocking it. Sly, you make a great movie. Don't hate me. Um, I enjoyed it. I spent my money on it because I put my money where my mouth is. And if we don't watch these movies in the theater, they're not going to make them anymore, right? Sure. So um, this the franchise is probably dead with this one. That being said, um, they kind of did like a passing of the torch thing. I heard somebody else say that uh, yeah, with Jason Statham, Jason but it's Statham, a Jason yeah. Statham movie, and he's always entertaining, and he's funny. And he's coy, and he's got an accent, you know. Do you know who I am? Yeah, exactly. Do you know who I am, mate? Like, yeah, yeah it's just, it's just a, it's a Jason Statham movie. Yeah, yeah. Dolph Lundgren's in it. It's great to see Dolph on camera before before his he, untimely uh, yeah, passing uh, away. That's inevitable. Yeah, um, within three years, I think he said he's going to pass. I talked 
talked to a doctor when I was working out today at the gym and he was like, yeah, he's like, believe it or not with kidneys and stuff, like you can, you can get a few years out of it, out yeah. of it. but, but it's still pretty bad, you live, you but live I love Dolph, can, man. Yeah. Dolph is a legit badass back in the day and he's been some of the best movies ever. Mm-hmm. Universal Soldier, Rocky Four. <laughs> I mean, come on. Dude. Mm-hmm. Like mm. if he did no other movie besides that, cool. yeah, he would be the, the, the best bad guy boxer of all mm-hmm. time. Right. And he, man. And He-Man. He was He-Man. He was He-Man. And, and I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my He-Man and shirt. And he was the Punisher. And he was the Punisher. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Dolph, big fans. Um, kind of like Chuck Norris. Like, he had a legit martial arts career and, like, fought and had titles and all that. Anyway, but you can tell they're 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 getting older. It's kind of funny. There's some good jokes. The jokes in the movie are pretty weak, except for um, Randy Couture's in the movie, right? Like, right. the USC fighter, the natural, right? Okay. And he's an older guy. He was an older guy when he fought. Shit. And, uh, excuse my language. Um He's got cauliflower ears, and like people, they're like, "What's wrong with your ears, man?" Like it's always the joke. You never mess with a guy with cauliflower ears, right? Right. right. And uh, he's like, "Well, actually, this is what happens." Like he was like, "I was a wrestler in high school or college." Like, and he goes to the explanation every time somebody asks him about the cauliflower ears. He's like, "It's it's okay. You can touch it if you want." Like it's kind of funny because it's like it's way out of place. Yeah, and it, it's it's great. And I, I that was my favorite joke in the movie. I know it's silly, um, mm-hmm. but my uncle was a wrestler. He had like cauliflower, yeah, cauliflower ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's great. Um, and like for him to describe it, like everybody knows what that is, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. It was silly, but 50 cents in it. Um, uh, let's see. Don't kill it is my favorite uh, Dolph movie. Bubba says, Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know. I, what was don't kill it? I don't know. Hey, Do you know that movie? Also, thanks for getting in the chat. We yeah. love it when you guys, yeah, I guess, are in James, here. Yeah. please jump in the chat and be part of the conversation. Even man, you're we love saying it. silly stuff. It's uh, fine. Yeah. Don't kill it. Uh, yeah. Bubba, tell us what, what don't kill it is not one that I'm familiar with. Yeah, I'm not man. real familiar with it either. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Hop in there and tell us what it was. Do you have any other notes here? Let me see. I'm like um, sitting way back from my thing. Cause we have the weird chairs. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, just like I said, check your head at the door and just go with it. Uh, silly over the top plots all over the place. Doesn't make sense. That plane has more flares than any aircraft squadron probably does. Like it blows out <laughs> like the, the angel thing that you see like in military videos. Like I think you can only do that like once. It's like dropping a few flares, right? Right, right. This the Sylvester Stallone's like blowing that out every like five seconds for like a whole scene. And, and it's just like silly, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So he's dropping like infinity flares, basically. Um, yeah, and I mean that's it. That's pretty much what I got. All right, cool. That was fun. Well, that uh, that that's uh, that's Keith's review of Expendables Four. You got any uh, any last takeaways before we move on? Nah, man. Just right. yeah, it's, it's, it's dumb it's, fun, right? It's what you expect from it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's going to be our brews, news, and reviews for today. But uh, we're not done yet. We're gonna jump into the world of the mysterious. You ready? To, you ready to get into some weird stuff, man? Always, man. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. weird. Let's get wild weird up in here. Here we go. Weird. Wow. It is a big mysterious world we live in out there, and we got to get into it a little bit and talk about some weird, mysterious to stuff. Kill my notes. All right, now in uh, tonight, uh, so we we've talked about uh, a little bit of everything in these past twenty-one episodes, but we haven't gotten any, into, into anything as weird as this, man. We this is this is weird. This is weird. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Dolph, I'm going to place a demon hunter. Bubba says, "Oh, cool. That okay. sounds fun." Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, let's watch that. That sounds cool. But, uh, yeah, so uh, tonight I'm going to talk a little bit about hollow earth theory. And I've got some notes here, got but, some no- but not like not like what you got. All right. Cool. So uh, there, is, uh, there is a prevalent belief among some out there that, um, you know, we, as, uh, we know this 
to be true that you know you have the Earth's crust, which is not very thick, and then you have the mantle. It's pretty thick, though. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, by our standards, yeah, yeah. but uh, it's a small percentage of like what makes up the Earth, indeed, underground. Right. Um, oh, there's some, but it's but it's not Hollow Moon. All right, Bubba, I'll check out Hollow Moon. We'll talk about yeah, that we, at some we, point. We, yeah, we, absolutely. We, we are, we're tracking on the Hollow Moon thing as All well. Right. Yeah. We'll do. We'll, we'll talk about that maybe next week. Um, so, but here's the thing. Um, it is, uh, it's about 4,000 miles from the surface that we're standing on now to the Earth's core. Now, for reference, that's a distance Pretty from, far. if like, say, as the bird flies from, um, from London to India, I think right? I think it's bigger. It's got to be bigger. No, it's about 4,000 miles. To go to the middle of the Earth. From here, if we were to go straight down, it's about well, four. The United States is like 3,000 miles across. It's, yeah, it's, it's, fur, it's further than All that. All big. All big. Yeah, yeah, it's it fur, should be further than it's that. For, it is further. It's, so it's about 4,000 miles. you got to think, like, you about 4,000 miles down and then through the core and then oh. another 4,000 miles on the other side. So you, it's more than 8,000 yeah, 8, miles to go straight to the Earth the other side, right? Okay, okay. Um, That's wild. I never yeah. really think of that. So it's four thousand, and that's just to get to the right Earth's core, that's which like is mol- do, which you, is molten iron. They say you dig your hole in your backyard, you're gonna end up on the other side of the world. That's, yeah, which yeah, not but, the case. Well, which is kind of funny. You should mention that because you know some years ago, they actually started an expedition to drill to the center of the Earth. So yeah, or you talk about the Russian core thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I said how far they got. Uh, things got hot, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Eight miles. That's it. That's it. The biggest That's hole the in biggest, the, world. the, the, the deepest, deepest hole. hole in the world that they were ever able to make it to. What's was, the Marianas Trench? Is well, that's deep. well, that's well, that still counts as the surface. Right, right. Uh, understandable, but I'm just saying, like that statistically, those are both. Yeah, but I mean, deep. even at the bottom of the Marianas Trench is still the surface of the Earth. So, like, basically, we've drilled to where planes fly. Yeah. Much. Well, I mean, not, not even maybe not to yeah. the max altitude. Yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we've only gone down eight miles, wow. and they had to stop because the temperature was just too hot. Like they were, they yeah, just, your drill bits are probably yeah, melting. Exactly, and got all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, but it's just kind of funny because so like science will tell us that um, science, uh, and then Bubba's chimed in back uh, to favorite movies, The Core. Oh my God, yes, The Core, the core. is an amazingly <laughs> terrible movie. Yeah, it's a it's a bad movie, so Bubba, and I good. hate it and I love it at the same time. It's terrible and awesome at There's the same like time. There's like monster movies and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. That's well, really I mean, well, that was also the inspiration for. Uh, uh, Jules Verne center uh, journey, journey to, to the, the center, center of the earth. earth. And we're going to be confused about, with 20,000 leagues under the sea well, or mysterious island. We're going to talk about that a little bit here because, um, so there's ideas prevalent in ancient cultures about a world within our world, which kind of was the, 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 the premise for some of those stories, ah, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so even like, uh, Buddhists believe in a gar- the kingdom of Agartha, okay. um, which is inhabited by an advanced civilization, Underneath, uh, underneath. Now, whether or not that's a physical, uh, a physical kingdom or a spiritual kingdom, I'm not really sure. Like you know, Christians will tell you that hell beneath will exist beneath here, but they can't tell you if that's um, a physical place well, or a spiritual place or it, both. It, it depends. They need on some if you unobtainium. Talk, yes, if, if they you need talk to. to uh, to like Greek mythology and stuff, because there is an, a physical underworld as well as like Hades, right? And yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on your. Uh, on your uh, your perspective, Bubba says they need some unobtainium. Yeah, well, that's on Pandora, man. That's a totally different thing. Um, <laughs> but 
if I'm, I'm going to try to pronounce his name correctly here, Leonhard Euler believed that there was a central sun. Now, this was a this was um, okay a theoretical physicist from several years ago. I want to say like the 1600s or That's something a, like that. Yep, we should watch that yep. at some point. Yeah. Um, he believed there was a central sun within the Earth, maybe the core, with openings. But that checks out, right? Like, cause it's hot, molten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it does kind of check out. Uh, with openings at the North and South Poles, and he speculated that there were civilizations inside the planet. But they, the, because of the sun, like, they have, like, weather, and it's like, it's like it is here. You're just in there. Right. Well, it's kind of funny, because we're going to talk about that here. Um, so we're going to go back to 1947 This now. is my favorite You like story this story? This, yeah. So this is, a, this is a story from Admiral Richard Byrd. Um, he flew over the North Pole, <laughs> and in his bird. private journal, he tells the story of the uh, center of the great unknown. Now, in the center of the North Pole, he reported flying into... North Pole or South Pole? Uh, this first, it's the, Pole, first right? it's the North Pole. South Pole comes a couple of years later. Um, so he speculated that there was an opening into this world beyond worlds, basically. So hold on, let's think about this. So he speculated prior to taking the flight. Correct. Okay. Well, and that that raises my BS meter. Sure. Okay. I mean, that's what we're here like to you're do. You're going right? to find what you want to find. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's see. So my, my he, skeptic. Sure. Sense, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll your, get to the skeptic. tingles. Yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to the skeptical part yeah. of it here in a minute. I'm just reporting the story. Um, he reported flying uh, into a hole into a lush green world. Yes, inside the North Pole. Yes. So, like he basically there was like an opening so big that he could fly into it. Facts. All right. So now we're gonna fast forward to three years later, and he he goes down to the South Pole, and same thing. He finds he finds this massive opening into the South Pole according so, according to his journal. Right. Um, he reported seeing an advanced city, so he like flies through this lush green jungle, and inside of it, uh, he finds this temperate climate, and he's flying through this jungle like underground, and then he finds what he reported to be the crystal rainbow city. <laughs> Dude, listen, man, I'm just I'm just telling you I'm just I, telling you what hey, I man, what I read. I'm along for the ride, but I'm just trying to picture this in my head. So is it like Gradius? You know, when you fly through the caves, sure, and you're like in a shooter, like an old video yep. game kind of thing. Like, yep, that's it. But it's but at the same time, there's kind of sun and there's green foliage, yep. as well as cave rocks and stalactites. Yep. Exactly, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's wild, very wild. Um, let's see, lost my place Sorry. now. Uh, you derailed my, my me. Fault. Yeah. So as he gets into this, um, this what he described as the the Rainbow Crystal City, he's surrounded by flying discs that take control of his crafts, okay, of his of his airplane, and then just basically bring him to the ground. It's a bold move, Cotton. It's a, see if it pays off for him. Uh, he meets a being that he refers to as the master. Now I think he described these as the Greys, basically. Okay. Which was kind of co- with, with this kind of coincides with what was happening in Roswell and like, you know, yeah, back yeah. then and everything. Does it look like the the paper mache's that we saw in Mexico recently? Yeah, sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. So the master tells uh, Admiral Byrd that they're highly disappointed in humanity for the their creation of nuclear weapons. Well, that's the whole alien trope, right? Is that yeah. stop nuking? Stop nuking! Don't yeah. you're going to blow yourselves up, man. Um, but he returns and he's anxious to tell everybody about what he's seen. But he's a, he's a, a immediately 
snagged by the government, and they tell him that he is never to publicly speak about this. So ever. He's, he's an admiral, so he's already snagged by the government. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, yeah, this was probably a government mission. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah, oh if yeah, anything who else, do you yeah. paying for this? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, taxpayers pay for. You don't that, think no? a toilet seat costs fifty thousand dollars? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, um, it's a thing, but anyways, uh, this and so this didn't go out until apparently like his son found his journal years later, and his son came out and like said, "This is these are this is what my father saw." So it's a secondhand account. Okay. Um. So that's with, with supposed evidence. Yeah. Right, yeah. Journal. Right. Well, th- there's that's the thing. There's no real evidence beyond. Or the, he might have just liked to get drunk and write crazy stories. Yeah. I mean, there's no real evidence beyond the journal. Yeah, if you, we're enough. being honest here. All right. Antarctica-ish, Bubba says. Uh, Research Center on the South Pole. Yeah, Antarctica Uh, is... Sorry, Sid came out and talked to me. Uh, What? Okay. So there's... um, In Antarctica, Mm -hmm. we, 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 I guess, the royal we, Earth, has deemed that we're going to use it for research and Mm -hmm. check it out and do stuff, and it's not going to be like a country's territory and not used for military purposes and stuff like that. But there have been some pretty big expeditions. Do you got, uh, do you got some things to talk about for Hello Theory for a minute? What you, I, I mostly, you, you kind of just told the story that I know. Ah, uh, damn it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, but they they did. They did a massive trek across the... Uh, why, you got to do something? I got to step over there for yeah, a Yeah, go. All right. Uh, you you got yeah. it for a minute? So All right. With the Hollow Earth, thing, okay, go ahead. And, and, and there's a lot here, right? And I, I'm making gladius, gradius jokes and stuff like that. But um, the cool thing with some of this is you know the the we talked about this when the the titan sub went down even is the spirit of adventure and people doing things that are you know basically not against nature but uh trying to explore and see and gain knowledge and all this stuff and the fact that they were even able to cross physically antarctica so it's a pretty big feat even today i mean we have obviously modern snow cats and like cool things like that food mres um but it's still a difficult task. And I, I definitely have to tip my hat to those people. Also, you might go down there and find AVP, right? Aliens versus Predator movie. Uh, but who knows, right? There's reported pyramids. There's all kinds of weird stuff at the poles. I don't know. I've never been there. Uh, I've never flown over that I'm aware of outside of like, you fly, <laughs> like when you fly to Europe and stuff, you kind of go up, you know, over the top of the globe or Greenland and all that cool stuff, yeah. which is Greenland is not part of Canada. Correct. Part of Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. Um, but uh, you see some cool stuff. You don't really see anything, actually. But, um, you know, we we've, people have been to the North Pole, like, a lot. Sure. Like, subs have gone up there, expeditions, like we're saying. And, and for there to be a hole there, I think it's kind of silly. But um, the South Pole is way more um, undiscovered. Bubba said he had a job. He had a job at the South Pole. Cool. What? Yeah, yeah. In, there's definitely big camps. Yeah. Also, the setting of uh, it. No, the thing. The thing. Yeah. The thing. Yeah. John Carpenter. Great movie. Cool. Yeah, that's my favorite. Well, we're gonna movie. we're gonna move away from the South Pole here a little bit and uh, talk about something else that kind of lends itself to Hollow Earth theory, and this is the Son Dung Cave, yeah. um, located near the Laos Vietnam border. Um, uh, so this was discovered in 1991. So this is like within our lifetimes. Not. Uh, Yes, we were alive in 1991. Um, But uh, it actually officially opened to the public for tours in 2013. Oh, that's cool. Like, a um, lot of the stuff's usually shut off, so you can't. Yeah. This this is kind of awesome. So this is uh, allegedly the largest underground chamber 
at 40 stories high and six miles long. Now, I think there are some chambers that are longer than that, but this is like, it's it's the highest with six miles, basically. Okay. And if you go in there, it's kind of wild, because this, when you get in there, uh, has its own lush ecosystem, flowing rivers. What? Yeah, I mean, no, you can. And this vi- is real. This is real. You can visit this place, man. Okay. Like inside of this cave, there's like a jungle with rivers, like underground. You can go see well, how this does place. The, how does the photosynthesis go down? I don't know. I don't know. But really actually, and I, and, and I, when I was researching this, I ended up going to uh, National Geographic, the website, and they have a virtual tour. Oh, cool! You can take of this place and like click on it. I'm like looking at. It, I'm like, I'll be damned. This this is a jungle and like underground, man. It's crazy. Like I don't I don't understand how it grows or how it works. But it, aliens, Bubba says it's aliens. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> What's that guy's name? Well, uh, Georgia. That, that yeah. guy, aliens. Georgia. <laughs> um, but some of the locals in this area will tell you, and this is kind of goes into the cryptid thing. That they've seen reptilian humanoids. Ah, uh, here uh, we go. Here we go. It's getting <laughs> wild, right? Ah, uh, aliens. Um, reptilian humanoids like emerge from these caves. Um, now it's open for uh, tours in 2013, and visitors began to report mysterious sightings of reptile like reptile like humanoids, with at least one person being abducted and never seen again by like, so, said reptilian. By said reptilians. The Song Dong. Yeah, he's look. He's looking it up this because he doesn't really believe. Cool, look, look, there's a that's picture beautiful. of it. You can see. Isn't it gorgeous? Are you sure that's not like AI? No, man. That is amazing. We're gonna get to AI here in a few minutes. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild, man. <laughs> this place is very impressive for everybody. Right. That's in the chat here. Yeah, you gotta check it out. I wish I could just like send stuff into that chat, but we don't have our. Now, uh, now, a local man went down there and he described what he saw as a devil creature um he described the creature oh. as having a human body but the skin and face look closer like that than uh, a dragon or a lizard and you can actually go online and find a picture that he took it's really blurry oh, as they as they te- <laughs> as they tend to be right oh, these are um so what kind of camera do you have it's like oh i have a beautiful like high res uh you know camera that you would uh record the nfl with and uh, but this picture i was just shaking because i was scared you know that's why it's Georgia. I don't know what Dylan's doing right now, but it's I'm, like I, Tom I'm, and Jerry, Georgia from Ancient Aliens, and Oppenheimer are all on the screen right now, or something like that. I, I'm pulling. Funny. I'm pulling up something else that we're going to need here in a couple minutes. I don't know. Like, so I don't know, man. It, it's just kind of interesting because, like, the Sun Dune Cave is is evidence cool that like things can grow underground, right? Well, I mean, like, uh, well, when you think about that, though, you think about like mushrooms and like you know, wet fungi type things, mm-hmm. you know, bats like the, the, I don't know what grows in bat caves besides <laughs> Batman, besides Batman, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's kind of an interesting environment. And I obviously, you know, you've got uh, places that are devoid of light at the bottom of the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. That you have heat vents and there's sure. entire little, um, they're, they're, albeit they look very alien to us. Yeah. Different. Um, what do you call those biospheres? Right. Mm-hmm. Type thing. Yeah, pretty neat. Or you get the thermocline like in the Meg, and it's like a whole beautiful world down there. You just got to punch through it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is this is pretty neat stuff, man. I'd like to read a little bit more about this because this is not what I was um, thinking of at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. this looks like an Indiana Jones movie. It's yeah, crazy. it's it's wild, right? 
uh, for the record, there is light shining through holes and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a reason. So there's things. There, there's things. Yeah. Uh, light can get in, and it can reflect. Obviously, obviously, obviously. But anyways, uh, yeah. But that's uh, that's just like I, I mean, and honestly, like that's just the tip of the iceberg for Hollow Earth theory. Like, we could we could sit here and talk about it. No, all yeah, because there's a story where there's like nine levels and some really cool stuff. Yeah, like that. there's that's, like there's layers and yeah. stuff like that. Like yeah, we we, we could save. We could it talk for, about the uh, South Pole expedition. And, we could we could save that for a for another mysterious world. We're oh, already in, we're an hour and ten minutes in already yeah, for yeah. tonight. So yeah, we don't want to keep you guys. Um, too long. No, no, we don't want to keep you too long, but. Um, yeah, man. Uh, if there's something you guys want to hear us talk about on Mysterious World, just drop us a line at uh, zoomundo at outlook.com. We'll be Questions? happy to talk to you about it. Comments. Questions, comments, All concerns, welcome. queries, you know, whatever whatever it is, man. Hey, what talk. is your query? <laughs> what is your query? You, what's yeah. happening? Talking to the ladies, You're man. Talking to the ladies, man. Um, so this is usually uh, where we sign off and we talk Fuck, to Uncle Uncle Chuck concept. couldn't be here with us tonight. Yeah, Uncle Chuck's not here. Uh, Comic Man's not here. They've got they've got lives outside of this. So, you know, we get them in here. Yeah. They're bonus bits where we can get them in. But, you know, if we can't, then we can't. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> did you hear this? I, I I feel like I should make a drink to get ready for this because you be, really you really should. I'm gonna get right. upset so on we're, the air live. Tonight. We're gonna debut a brand. Uh, oh, Bubba's saying. Speaking of fungus, we had a Last of Us situation pop off in India. I don't think I'm ready for that in this uh, current year, man. I mean, Fungus Among Us was an Incubus album, right? Yeah, like, but yeah, yeah but it, the Last of Us um, is a thing where you know the video game slash movie. I am aware. But I guess the zombies are created by fungus. Well, that makes sense. Like in the, the Last of Us, the Dylan, I'll send you a video. Yeah, sure. I can't wait to see it. The zombie thing. Yeah. Eats yeah, exactly. But that's real. Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna move on here now. While he's he's pouring his uh, his second drink. Now I told him that we were debuting a brand new a brand new um, bit that we're gonna close out the show with, and this is gonna be like a new thing. He wanted to know what it was, and I wouldn't tell him. And uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna debut it here tonight for the first time before we finish the show. So, um, Keith, I you know I noticed that uh, you know a lot of time we're doing you haven't done it in a while, but a lot of times you like to you like to bust out a little bit of Christopher Walken. With your oh, wow, yeah. uh, you, wow, your your Christopher Walken impression that you like to do from time to time. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I haven't got there yet. Fine. I was going to say, um, let me describe. My Christopher Walken impression is an impression of my friend doing a Christopher Walken impression. Okay. And he's really good, Mike. Uh, and, and but yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you do that a lot. And I we, thought it we would got, be We got to get him to call the show at some point because so, he's a riot. So uh, as you came to my trivia on Tuesday night and I did like an entire trivia round about AI and I thought AI, it's just. Oh, oh that was AI hilarious. is just that kind was of. Absolutely hilarious. AI is just kind of a fun thing that um, you can you can play with. AI is the devil, and and so I you know g- going back into my my theater days and stuff like that, <laughs> I said to myself, I was like, all right, this is what I'm this is what I'm going to do. I'm I thought going- you were going to have me decipher Yoda quotes. Oh or no 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 no! It's it's so much better than that. Like who said it? Hold on, wait, no, wait, I'm getting there. So I I went I went to AI. Okay. I, the, I think you, you can. I mean, AI is like easy accessible well, for me. You just you, go to AI. I, you go to like, like a physical you, place. Yeah. No, you can go to like a Chat GPT, basically, and mm. which is what I did. And like, I took like one of my favorite uh, scenes. I'm living in a bad ex- episode of South Park. Right oh, now. it's 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 going to be terrible. Um, 
I took like one of my favorite scenes from like all of Batman, and Your that favorite. is from Batman: The Killing Joke, where uh, Batman. It's a cartoon, right? Yeah, uh, well, it's a cartoon, but it was it was an Alan Moore comic book first, um, and now the opening scene for Batman: The Alan. Killing Joke is Batman goes into um, Arkham Asylum, oh, and he goes out. and he goes to talk to the Joker, and his whole purpose of going in to talk to the Joker is. To say to him, like, "Hey, listen, you and I are on a are on a collision course. Eventually, I'm gonna kill you. You're gonna kill me. Like, we have wow. to we have to stop this madness, okay. right? It's like it's a very poignant scene, and then it's like reflected again at the end. But so I went to AI, and I asked AI to write kind of a a scene that mirrors this. We can't like say Please it exactly. Tell me it quoted Jack Nicholson. No, no, no. Hold on, it gets better than that." Um, we can't quote it exactly because of copyright reasons, obviously. So you can't I said, quote the AI or the no, no, movie. I can't. No, I can't quote like the actual script. Okay, because that would be that would be like uh, copyright. So I oh, had okay. I had yeah, yeah, so yeah. I gave AI these parameters and I said, hey, Ramones. write this script for me. And uh, and it and it did. So you did what Hollywood's been doing for like, yeah, pretty yeah, much. You but then, out. yeah, but then I was like, all right, I have this script. Like it's a very short script between um, between Batman and the Joker, and I was like, "All right, now let's let's put a spin on it, <laughs> and let's do this. We're gonna we're gonna cast your actors. We're gonna cast Christopher Walken as the role of Batman. Batman, and we're gonna cast Yoda." Yes, as the role of the Joker. Yes, right. Okay, and I'm down. And man. what 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 I have here is <laughs> what you and I are about to perform together. Wait, we're performing. We're going to. Pre- oh, I've look at that! You're getting into yeah. Batman's I, I, in character I'm, I'm just already. Messing around, man. <laughs> like, like he's getting into character already. I, I, in this, do, what, do I got to do my Will Sasso tonight? You're gonna have you're gonna have to do your your Christopher Walken voice tonight. Oh my tonight. gosh, it's bad. It's this it, is, that's fine. It's okay. fine. Hold on, take a so, drink. Take a drink. So, yeah, this sounds like a bad drinking game. All right, so here in episode twenty-one, I would like to debut for all of you. So I was quoting you. This last is night, our which first. Makes it even funnier. This is our first time doing this doing this bit. Here we go. Oh, there's yeah. Oh, we got an intro yes. bit. He is, he does he has no idea. Here we go. Here it is. And now for another edition of AI Theater presents scripted delights. AI Theater presents Scripted Delights, where Keith and I, Keith and I, bring you. That sounds like the music from something. Masterpiece Theater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I know that music. Keith and I bring you uh, an AI scripted bit. Uh, In this case, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this to you, and then Keith has not had a chance to read this. Walking as Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! All right, so I'm gonna read. I'm going to read uh, the the intro. This is completely written by AI, and we're jumping into this. So here we go. This is this is really oh, hold on. I oh have I have some I have some copyright free uh, Batman inspired music we're oh, going nice. to play. Here we go for for mood. Here we go. <laughs> this is wild. Do I have to do this every week? Yes. Oh man. Picture this. The gates of Arkham Asylum creak open, revealing a dark and foreboding world. Inside, chaos reigns as the Joker, played by none other than Yoda, 
plots his next diabolical scheme. And who stands in his way? None other than the legendary Christopher Walken donning the cape and cowl of Batman. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> the stage is set for an epic clash between good and evil. Sanity and madness. Let the battle begin. Yoda as Joker speaks first. <laughs> ah, bat! <laughs> Come to see me, you have. Miss me, you must. Oh, wow. Well, uh, Joker, it looks like we found ourselves in Arkham once again. Time for a little chat. <laughs> Talk sense to me, you think you can. Mm. Foolish you are. I've seen the destruction and pain caused by our enemy's battles. Joker, it's time to break the cycle. I this is bad. <laughs> Sorry, Don't Mike. break character, Sorry. man. Case stay in character. Alright, here we go. Back in character. Break the cycle. Mm. No fun that would be forever. Dance in darkness, we must. But Joker, this path leads to death. One of us will meet our end if we don't do or find another way. Death. Death is the way of life, Batman. Embrace it, we must. Dance with me in eternal darkness. I won't let your madness consume me. Joker, there has to be a way to find peace. Peace you speak of? Hmm. Even crazier than me, you must be. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> there we go. That was our first. <laughs> what the heck just happened? That was ridiculous. <laughs> that was... But really funny. So every week, uh, as we close out the show, I'm going to bring in a, another AI theater presents scripted delights. It'll be I some sort of like classic that. scene with with some kind of spin on it. Like I don't know what the spin will be every okay, week, but I'll, okay. I'll put it together. Yeah, well, this, this can get interesting. <laughs> I'll put it fast. together week after week. So that was completely written by AI, and we performed it. So which why, which is why why it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's cool. Interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Sharice. Was, Appreciate it. Was not, not <laughs> expecting that at all. It was pretty silly. That was fun. Your Yoda was uh, pretty good. Yeah, that's, that was yeah. Uh, that was not a bad walk-in, man. You did a pretty good job. <laughs> Thank so you. Silly. You know, you know um, when I put on my hands, uh, I do. I make gold records, right? Listen, like, fellas, I gotta have that cowbell. I right? know. I gotta, <laughs> it's just a little more cowbell. <laughs> that's a great. We should watch this. Let's get more. Oh, that was great, man. Well, this is this has been fun, man. It's been a great show, right? Yeah, it was a good time is, tonight, man. Silly and always entertaining. <laughs> well, that's been uh, that's been uh, Zumano Podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us oh, for uh, Zumundo Podcast, everybody. I'm Doolin and I'm Keith. Have a Zumundus week, everybody. Yeah. Peace out. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Mm. I, that's pretty. Silly how they got that to work. Like, <laughs> you did a good, good walking, you did. I'm, I'm shocked. It's your calling, you must have. <laughs> yeah, that's silly, man. Mr. Yeah, I should be a voice actor, right? <laughs> Perhaps. 
be a fun job, actually. Like, do a voice actor for, like, a cartoon or something. Or, mm-hmm. like, you know, walk. Well, you must be. Yeah. <laughs> there is no try. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool.